0: The Euro Stepping Podcast, where we bring the real deal with European basketball. Hear from the players about how they live as international basketball players. I'm your host, David Dixon, with my man, my bro, co-host Al Snow.
1: Yes, indeed. Welcome, welcome. Let's get it,
0: man. We 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 coming here today, man, bringing you a very special guest. As you can see, I got my shades on today because I want us to shine. We got none other than my man, my Rook, McDonald's All-American coming out of high school from PG County, Maryland. As you know, they did a doc about that. Arguably, they got the best hoopers coming out of that area, and he's one of them. My man was the NBDL All-Star coming out when he played in the B League. My man was second-team Parade All-American back in 07. My man was all FIBA Cup team. Look, I'm gonna put it him like this. He's my top, he's in my top three point guards that i played with. Mm. That's all I gotta say. I play with a lot of people. I play with a lot of people. None other than my guy, Chris Wright, here in the
2: building. What's Appreciate happening, that. Chris? Appreciate that right there. That was the silent yeah, one right there. I like that. Who the other two guards, though? <laughs> the other two, men I, I
0: mean, I got I to put Rashad Phillips in there. Okay. And I got to put Cliff
2: Hawkins. Oh, mm. Cliff. Okay. I like those. I, I like that kind of You know,
0: you and Cliff from the same area. He yeah. might not be, not be from PG County, but, you know, DMV.
2: You're probably 10 minutes away, something like that. That's why I'm that's why it's in the water. That's why we believe it's in the water over here. <laughs> so,
0: Chris, man, you came out being a McDonald's all-American out of high school. Mm. End up going to Georgetown, staying close to home. I know you had a couple of options other than Georgetown. What made that, what made you decide to go to G Town?
2: Um, what made me decide to go to Georgetown? So, coming from where I'm from, on the East Coast, my father's from New York City, you know what I'm saying? And New York City and Georgetown in the 80s and what that meant to our culture, to our people, and all that stuff. When Pat Ewing was wearing the Georgetown, you got all the greatest: Mike Jackson, Reggie Williams, Wingate, all those guys wearing Georgetown. You started seeing the name for Georgetown to black people became huge, right. you know what I'm saying? He had started jackets all over the country. So that was ingrained in my father's brain as a kid because he went to the garden to see them play. You know what I'm saying? So um, when it came time to me getting recruited <laughs> and Georgetown became an option, you know, he kind of was really excited about that. And um, at the time, I wasn't excited about going to Georgetown. I didn't want to go to Georgetown. I, I I wasn't trying to go there at all. I originally committed somewhere else. They had mm. been since my freshman year, and I, I didn't want to go to Georgetown.
1: You mind sharing with us, not to cut you off? You mind sharing with us where that place was that you committed to originally?
2: North Carolina State. North Carolina oh, wow. State. So, so my whole recruiting process, I never was comfortable in the recruiting process. I didn't like that. I never liked it. I ain't like people coming and talking to me, sending me all these mail. I thought it was all fake. I ain't know what to trust. There's a whole bunch of different people talking to me from different places. I just didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? So I was ready to get over it. So at the end of my sophomore year, I committed. I committed to NC State. I was done as a cool. sophomore. So um, during that time, Georgetown wasn't good either. <laughs> they ain't start getting good till like, my junior year. And the coach left for NC State, and then things started lining up. Austin Freeman went to Georgetown. They had Roy Hibbert, Jeff Green, Pat Ewing, Jesse Sapp. Dewan Summers, Vernon Macklin, we had crazy talent. And they had just went to the Final Four. And, then, you know, it's the crib. The whole family can be there. All my friends, I'm a partner. Everybody can be there. So I'm like, I'm staying here. It don't make no sense for me to go nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I ended up deciding at the time.
0: Okay.
2: It was actually a lot of other factors, too. You know, favorite players in the NBA. Um, people don't understand. Like, my one of my favorite players growing up was Jason Kidd. And Jason mm-hmm. Kidd played for the New Jersey Nets with Byron Scott as a head coach. This type of offense they ran was the Princeton offense, mm-hmm. and Jason Kidd was the man mm-hmm. in that offense. George Turner, right? And then the Wizards ran the Princeton offense with Eddie Jordan, and they had Gilbert Arenas averaging thirty in the Princeton offense. So I'm like, dang, you can get buckets in this joint, you know? You know that's how, that was my thought process on it. So that's how it all kind of happened. Mm. So four years
0: at Georgetown,
2: yeah.
0: I would think I would say you had four good years. And I mean, in your book, you might say different, but you know, from the outside looking you looking in, you play well.
1: You play exciting. well, Dave. Dave, I want to. I want to. I want to touch on that a little bit myself. Uh, I'm looking at your hesitancy when when you're when we're saying you had four good years. T- tell me. How you feel about you averaging fifteen your junior year and it dropping the it's a smidge under fourteen your senior year. How you feel about that honestly?
2: So junior year was different. I had a I had Greg Moreau. That was my sophomore. That was he's a sophomore. I'm a junior. Yeah. Boy can pass. So the game was, was real simple for me, real easy, you know. Um and, and the way we played, everything went through him. So I was getting a lot of just easy, uncontested shots, pull-ups, lay-ups, you know, just easy stuff because he was so dominant on the block. My junior year, we became guard-heavy, and, be, and I had to be more reliable. I had to get make sure people were getting guys. You mean your senior year? I mean, yeah, excuse me, my senior year. We became yep. more guard-heavy. Um, Jason Clark stepped into the rotation big time. You know, we had three or four guard. you know, that we were all capable mm-hmm. of scoring. And also, I got hurt. I was playing my best ball with, like, nine yeah. games in regular season, and I broke my hand. I broke my hand here. And mm. I was out for the rest of the season until postseason play. So, I, didn't, I missed, like, the, the, the fourth quarter of my senior year. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Can
1: you show us that one more time? I think this, it looked like there's
2: some. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. Mm. Got a plate in there and all that. You know, so that's how I dropped, You know, so I, my hesitancy on my career is because it's so much. You know, you you going to y'all know who it is? Y'all y'all hoopers, man. You going to a situation? You got you got to kill this, or you got a plan mm-hmm. on what you try to do. How long you try to be extremely hot? Yeah. So for me, yeah, I had a solid career, and I you know I did good, but in my mind, I was like, man, I left so much out there. You know,
1: <laughs> so much meat on the bone, huh? Man, what?
2: I left so much food out there on the table, so that's how I feel about it. Um, but, hey, it is what it is at this point. So, after your four years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: your dream of going to the NBA didn't come true, didn't get drafted, so you end up coming to Europe. Right. That's where I met you. You right. was my rook. Everybody who don't know, this is my rookie uh, in Turkey, in Edirne Olin. Mm-hmm. Before coming to Turkey, what did you expect? How was you feeling? What was your thought process? You like? Did you know where you was going? Did you know what was gonna happen? Were you nervous? Can you can you tell me about
2: that? Man, I was coming over here to kill all y'all. That was my mindset. <laughs> <laughs> we on the
0: team. Why you gonna kill me?
2: I know you. I know you yet, dude. I, I thought I was. That's who I was going to play against. And so that's so. True. My mindset when I graduated was it was an NBA lockout year, so the draft happened, yeah. and then there was a lockout, so it was nothing happening. No talks, no summer. League. I ain't go. I wasn't trying to go overseas. I was trying to get in league. So I would have did if it was a normal year. I would have went, you know, through summer league, try to get you know, get in like that. Or yeah, I know how that go. Then go to the summer
0: league tryouts.
2: Right, I would did, I stayed home, probably did the G League or the D League, whatever it's called at that time. I wouldn't have came overseas, but it was no options. Everybody nice. was sitting down because, you know, lockout. Everybody saying, you don't know what's going in all this. So a whole bunch of NBA guys, if they weren't playing in the programs here, started going overseas, taking up all the jobs. And I'm a rookie out, so I'm like, shit, ain't going to be no NBA, ain't going to be no G League, ain't nothing. Nice. I'm trying to get paid now, too, <laughs> so – if I get a job, I'm out, you know? And that's how I ended up overseas. So my mindset there was, shoot, kill the, all these dudes that you come across and get back to the NBA. That was my mindset. And as you
0: shoot. say, the NBA guys coming over there, uh, Darren Williams was over here at that time too, wasn't he? he was at
2: Beshutage. Darren Williams was at Bechitage. uh Yeah. He had, um, it was another big at Galatasaray.
0: Zaza Pachulia.
2: Yeah, Zaza, Zaza was Zaza was
0: there, yeah, that year. Uh-huh.
2: Was Ersan, was he in the league, He's sober? Uh, Did he play? might have been test
0: one of them. Maybe for a couple of games, I don't think for much. I don't know, I don't remember him around. too. But good. it was, it
2: was it, that year, Turkey was real heavy. Turkey was real heavy. You know what I'm saying, Turkey, Turkey was Turkey, heavy. Had, Turkey had
1: the bag, that's why.
2: <laughs> Turkey had that bag. <laughs> showed me that, I'm fresh year out, and I ain't had no money, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going over there. <laughs> you made some good money your first year out. Hell yeah, I made some good money. Okay, you in Turkey.
0: What, was there a culture shock? Like, was there any difference? Like, what did you think? When, once you got to Turkey, as far as the Turkish tradition, traditions, the culture, <laughs> was it a
2: shock? Was it, how was it for you? I first got off the plane. And when I got out into, you know, to the lobby and all that, you know, whatever, you get out into the plane and all that, First thing I remember is everybody being so funky. <laughs> that was my first. That was my first. <laughs> first thing I remember from getting off the plane <laughs> I was in I'm like, yeah, yo, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the first. I never forget that. My first time <laughs> down at out of Turk. I think it's out of Turk airport. It was yeah. yeah, I touched down. I was like, yo, this whole joint need to be sprayed down. That's all. it's real y'all know what I'm talking about too it is real for sure (laughs) yeah so you know so after I got over that initial shock you know getting through the customs and all that I was um I was actually excited because Istanbul looked crazy to me it was a whole bunch of people and all that stuff but then we just started driving farther and farther away you know what I'm saying farther and farther away from the city okay we're not gonna be there um When we got to the city, it was weird, man. Everything was different. It was nothing I, you know, expected. I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you what I was imagining at the time. I'm from, I went to high school and college, literally 10 minutes apart from each other, less than five miles. You know what I'm saying? So I was in my community. Yeah, I play AU, other cities, you know, you do that for the weekends or something like that. But shoot, I was mostly in DC, Maryland, Virginia area, you know? So when I went over there, nobody spoke English. I ain't see no brothers at the time you know what i'm saying i ain't know where to go to eat i couldn't read nothing nothing you know it was like the main road in the edna is one street (laughs) it's like a university right here it's a hospital right here yeah it's like it's by the time you get to the mosque that's it that's it (laughs) <laughs> that's it and then bulgaria border is right there bulgaria border right and greece the board and the greek board on the other side and the greek board on the other side so i was just man i i ain't know what to think man i ain't know tell me this chris mm-hmm. i know for me man uh,
1: t- maybe you got an experience with this maybe you don't but i i know it really hit me crazy right uh my first time in turkey i played three years in turkey myself so my first time in turkey I'm I'm walking through the city, and next thing I know is, hey, 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 yeah. like, hey yo, like I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm thinking nine eleven all over again. Right. I don't know what's going on. Right? Yeah, like, man, I was terrified. It
2: tripped me out. <laughs> so, it,
1: man, like, oh, <laughs> how is the whole country mic'd up? Like what?
2: Yeah, the whole country. They all on the speaker. You know what I'm <laughs> I am saying? I thought that was crazy but it was you know once that once so once it was explained to me and I understood I'm like oh that's pretty dope you know what i'm saying do, do
1: you remember where you were or how you what happened that first time for you i
2: was with erhan you remember erhan uh Dave? Yeah, no. yeah yeah him Yep, i was with erhan and that's a funny story i got to tell y'all about that so i was with erhan and the other kid the kid that was kind of pigeon toed had the golden like golden hair he was like coach's son and something like that he was actually some trash. Oh I mean,
0: yeah, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah. ca- his nickname was trash <laughs> can. He <nickname> <laughs> uh, ain't no what uh, to talk about though. Exactly oh, exactly. No. His nickname was trash can, but he was yeah. not our coach's son. He was just nah. a son nah. of
2: a coach. Yeah. And Slim was terrible though. <laughs> 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 And so, nah, so look, back to the story though. So what happened was, they was taking me in the car. They was taking me in the car to a barbershop. Mm-hmm. And they had some music on and all that. And that was the first time I noticed it because they had turned the music down. Mm-hmm. And they turned the music down, I was like, oh. And then they explained to me, I'm like, oh, all right, all right, you know what I'm saying? But that was a, I, I remember that because I was in the car with them, Erhan and, uh, mm-hmm. and, they, and then they took me to the barbershop and that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that cut, man. That first that so, first European cut. Well it's really they fault to be truthful, to be honest. I didn't cut
1: your didn't cut
2: That your was the first, that one the first
0: time you did. It. Oh.
2: Okay, you, so okay.
0: You, so what did you I came, I came the second time because because you were so mad about the first time.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, look, so the dude said, I said, man, just you know, you know, after what it's three months or four months, you ain't got a cut, you just gotta throw now. You know how it goes. Right. So I'm like, man, just line me up, dog. I ain't, ain't nobody out here. I ain't, you know, just keep me clean. You know what I'm saying, dude? I told Erhan, he's like, yeah, okay. Um, you know how you, how you? I don't even remember how to say it in Turkey. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, da, da, da. I'm like, all right, bet. So my man and I'm like this. I'm like, just shape this up and all that. He's like, all right, cool, man. He went right on this side, right here, and dude went straight right here <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and straight down. Cause hey, I. Yo, I am not lying, bro. <laughs> Straight down. Remember that? <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, yo, line this up for me. You know, line this up. And, then, and took it all up. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the Puerto Rican joint. You know, I had this. I was looking like first sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a real story. That was the first time that was the first time that that happened when I was going when I heard the open speakers for the first time.
1: Yeah, hold on. So you was a black man with no stash,
2: no stash.
1: <laughs> oh, you know we don't trust those. What? I <laughs> had to straight like, yeah.
0: It didn't even matter.
2: Yeah, it didn't even matter for real. You know, like I in Istanbul. Oh, I would through a headband on and something. <laughs> <laughs> Off the street, I'm, I got a hat on all day. First year playing.
0: Yeah. Come to the team. yeah. How was that experience of the first European basketball? Because you had a good year. You had a really good year. I think you, you finished your year averaging like 14.
1: Mm-hmm. As a yeah. rookie, that was a
0: rookie, yeah, fourteen and what, maybe five, six, yeah. So a good year. How did you feel about it? Like, what was your first impre- First impressions of it, because I know it was tough for you. Me being yeah.
2: there, I was going to say it, was, it was, was
0: probably one of the toughest years as far as
2: basketball that you've ever experienced. I mean, it showed a lot to me. I mean, it was ext- overall it was extremely tough. It was a tough like. From the first day we had training camp and we had them workouts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we I, don't know what I'm saying, I don't understand
0: the kind of training camp we had.
2: Man, training camp was crazy. <laughs> crazy. You be walking out to, after like the third, fourth day, you walking out there at six in the morning, head down, legs hurting barely, <laughs> scraping the ground and shit like, man, I got to do this again, man. I not go back overseas. I ain't go back overseas early until like year seven after that. I'm going, I'm, I'm going on year 10 right now. I said, I can do that shit myself. I was scarred, bro. I was scarred. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, for me, it was real It was real difficult. So like, like, it was real difficult. Oh,
1: hold on. I don't mean to cut you off, Chris. I just, I need you. There's so many young dudes that's going to come behind you, man. They need to know what exactly it is you mean by how hard it was. Like, can you describe the typical preseason day so these guys get a real feel for but what? But before they look you like,
0: say like everywhere isn't like this.
2: It all no. depends on the coach. The a lot, of places,
1: a lot of places
2: are like oh, Yeah. I'm about to say more or less they got the same formula. You know yeah. what I saying? Yeah, they do take yeah. you to the hill somewhere. You know how it goes. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't run no more. You know. <laughs> okay. so you gotta run hundred and fifty miles an hour. You know? <laughs> Ain't no working it. So the typical day was all right. So we'll we have practice at 10 in the morning. The first mm-hmm. session, 10 to 12. And that's yep. usually preseason. That's all running on the track. That's relay at stairs. Yep. That's Some type of weights on the court is defensive slides. Yeah. Uh, you know, closeout drills. All the stuff you did, like, you know, the little basketball camps, East Invitational, you know, five, all that little camp stuff or whatever. But it, ain't, but it ain't no chilling. It's a 110 it's miles hour, 100, the full term. Yeah, you're going fast, you know. And as soon as you slow down, they on you. They on you. The head coach, not even there, for real. It'd be the assistant coach. Mm-hmm. It's just and the assistant coach. Coaches. Yeah, and the strength coach. It, it was Erdem Ali, and <laughs> I can't remember the uh, strength coach name.
0: Strength I forgot his name, man. But, hey, they used to have us on that track.
2: Getting it. Yeah, so we on the I ain't gonna lie to you, Snow. Your man Big Dave was out there moving him. Oh, look at him. Like, hey, Snow, no, I could, know, could know, I played in the pack 10. You know, we had uh-huh. to run the track. Hey, listen, hey. Man, in the in the bigs, he was in the front. He was in the front. But nah, so typical day. I'm, typically from, that,
0: I'm that, also from the south side of Houston, man. You know, you had to learn how to move and jump fences quick.
2: <laughs> so um so yeah so we will have that session 10 to 12 right and then we'll mm-hmm. run then we'll go to the one restaurant that we got in the whole joint that <laughs> little lunch the point huh the point yeah the point we'll go there get some food and then um we chill for a couple mm-hmm. hours and then you got your evening session for like 5 to 7 you know what i'm saying and that's just straight work you know you just straight hooping, different drill different stuff and it's like boom 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 it's it's really yeah. like the thing about overseas and some of these programs is really like college. Yeah. Yeah the it is exactly like college. The amount of you know just emphasis they put on stuff. Even the game, you know if you look at your league mm-hmm. game why them all of them joints look the exact same. Because the coaches mm-hmm. the
0: coaches run it. Like right. there's no player, you know LeBron James or KD, Dang. They ain't no taking over. You right. got to do what the coach is saying you.
2: Right. It's starting to swing more though. I ain't gonna lie though. It's starting. It to, is. It's starting to come more to these guys getting more individual. You know, right. and the coaches are are accepting of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because I saw some year league games these couple of years, boys. These boys getting after. It. Mike James and such, right? Shane Locking, they
0: getting busy. Yeah. 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 They get busy, but, 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 but with the old school coaches that's still around, they ain't letting that happen. Like a Obranovich, that's that feeling about you. ain't let no. you get loose like that. Or one of the other cats that's you know I, I can't think of no names right now. But them older school coaches, nah.
2: Well, he has a particular. You know, I you know it's it's funny that you say that. It's it's coaches that have particular styles, and what I've learned is that some people they some coaches call it like accidental basketball. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, exact. Yeah, that's funny because I, I I talk about that a lot. Yeah. When, when I was a rookie, um, I had a coach who's now in Euro Cup in France, Coach Dolce, and he he used just say to me, "You," and his, at the time it was his broken English. He would say, "You play too much on luck." I right. didn't know what he was trying to say, right? Right at the time. Right. But as I got older, I'm like, I get it. Like, there's in Europe, they play by these rules. Like when there's a hedge, you throw back.
2: Right. right, right.
1: They yeah. don't want. They not taking right.
2: no chances. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the point guard lingo. You know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. The hedge coming, be betraying <laughs> you. What to do? Oh, yeah. right. right. So, so but, but that's the same thing. A lot of coaches are like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't like to play accidental basketball. Mm-hmm. They don't know where the shots are, where the points are, and all that stuff. Accidental basketball can be categorized as, you know. Uh, Penetrating kick, and you just play out of that. You know what I'm saying? Or motion offense, kind of like what we do, what the NBA does with the Warriors, Mm -hmm. accidental scoring. The 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 triangle offense is is structured scoring. You know, Mm -hmm. structured offense. And these guys are more adept to that, to that Phil Jackson type philosophy. And which is weird to me though, because if you think about hoops, all these European coaches worship Bobby Knight. Right, they do all yeah, of them he ain't never called one play in his life,
0: all right, man, so, with the season being, you know were well, you seen how much structured it is in Europe, how was that for you man with 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 the styles and the change and because I, I was there with you, I know that coach was uh was tough on you, yeah. <laughs> I, how was that? Like, what was you thinking at that point? How did that go for you? Like, what was your mindset when you seen how everything was and the coach you had to deal with?
2: I mean, for me, I, I felt comfortable going there in any style that I was going to be in. You know what I'm saying? I had played in the, I played in the Princeton. I played in, you know, a fast pace. I played in the flex. I played in so many different offense. I wasn't worried about how I was going to figure out an offense or a defensive scheme the thing that was such a shock to me was that I had just came from a coach that was very laid back for four years. You know what I'm saying? Very, very laid back. And his demeanor and his approach, even if he got aggressive, it was laid back. You know, his style was just that way. He was the opposite of his father. My coach, JT3, was the opposite of his father. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I got to Turkey, he was the opposite of my coach. You know what I'm saying? That I had been dealing with for four years in a row. This is me talking ten years later now, Dave. You know, you know <laughs> ten years later. So, um, I wasn't ready for that type of energy off the rip. You know, I was prepared on the court because I wanted to compete and I had my own goals. But I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that type of energy. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> quick story. I, li-
1: I like, I like that. When you know Chris said
0: he wasn't ready for his that type of energy. That was a that, that was a game we played in the preseason in Greece. I think it was in Pauk. Now people don't know this. As a rookie, you don't know all the rules when you come over. <clears throat>
1: no. And and Dave, and with that, the dudes you're playing against know you're a rookie and know you don't know the rules. Exactly. So they'll do a little, they'll do a little slick shit like as you're crossing half court, jam you
2: up. Yeah, back court on you and dumb <laughs> Oh, man, you know all the tricks. <laughs> Yo, that's that was one of the, it's funny you say that. That's one of the, the only time I got picked in my life was calling to play as a pro like that. Was calling to play as a pro. I'm calling to play and dude jam me up like that on the on end the, and pick me. I was like, oh, man. That's how I can always remember that. <laughs> That's a slick said right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So during this time, I think we we was blowing the team out. Matter of fact, I think they was pressing. Think yeah. Chris probably got caught up in the trap or something. So what Chris did was everybody else from America do Turn to the ref. Time out! Time out!
2: And Chris, so went your out man point. went off on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he was talking Turkish, English, something else, you know what I'm saying I don't, he went off foaming face eyes bulging, going crazy. I'm like, dog, what I, I don't even know what I did right now, you what understand like I don't even know man, so and i'm and i have, I'm having a good preseason and all that stuff. I'm playing well, so uh, we're up by like twenty, and we cooking. So big homie had to, you know, had to start him. He had to tell him, you know, like, I ain't know what was yeah, going I on. Had to, so. I
0: had to go talk to the coach, man, and, you know, let him know he was wrong. And, you know, this yeah. guy's a rookie. You problem, don't yeah. know the rules like that over there. Every American rookie that come over make that mistake. So mm-hmm. for all you guys who's looking right now, and you have not been to Europe, right, you cannot call a timeout on the court.
2: And you cannot rip through and dribble. No, you you gotta you gotta use what they call a
1: crossover
2: step, right? right. Before you put that ball down. And they looking at us like, oh, here to look at these dudes talking some trash. Okay, you gonna find out. <laughs> Everybody find out the little pump fake one dribble we talked, uh-uh. nah, can't do that. One more uh-uh. thing I want to ask you
0: about. This is how tough uh, uh, a year Chris had with this coach.
2: Chris, what you tell me about the game that we lost against Tofash? Yeah, so check this out. So we played Tofash, right? And the first, my first game as a pro, Snow, this this for real, my first game as a pro, we was in the Turkish Cup. Okay. And, and we was in the Turkish Cup and we played against Tofash. They had mm-hmm. Ronald, Ronald Steele, um, Austin Nichols. Austin. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buckman, Bradley, Buckman, kid, and went to Texas. Yeah, big boy, big big white boy. Big he was nice. Um yeah. they had a couple of there. You know, tofaj is always pretty good. Always solid.
1: Yeah, tofaj is hey, pretty good. Hey, hey, Chris, Chris, don't remember? I was in the league at that time
2: too. Right, 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 right. You was, <laughs> so you already you already hip to what I'm talking. About. So so yeah, so we playing in first game. Come down the last play of the game, I hit a float at the damn at the buzzer to win my first game against them, right? We playing, I came down, made a move, boom, floated. With like two seconds left, we went, And we ended up playing Fenerbahce next round, getting smoked by Fenerbahce. But, <laughs> <laughs> so now, fast forward to regular season. Now we're playing them again. I had like 20, probably 20 points in, the fir- in my first professional game, the Turkish Cup, I hit a floater to win. I'm like, yeah. So we playing them next. And we kind of off to a good start in the season, surprisingly. You know what I'm saying? I think it was, I don't know. We kind of lost again. We lost a guy to test right? where I was expected to lose to them. But we beat somebody else. I don't know. We was kind of in the good. The team wasn't in a bad moment. So the day before we traveled to Toe Fox, the coach called me into his office. You know what I'm saying? He called me into his office and he like, Chris, I want to talk to you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. He like, you know, I'm probably at this time like around what I imagine, maybe 15 and five, 16 and five, something, you know, something around that. And he like, I don't yeah. like you playing. I'm like, oh, well, all right. What'd that mean? You know, like, he's like, I just, I think you're taking too many shots. I think you're being a little selfish. You're not getting your teammates involved. I swear he's saying this to me. I'm looking at this man in the face. I'm like, for real? You know, I thought it was a joke at first. And um, he's like, no, nah, I'm serious. He said, like, you need to shoot like three, four shots a game. You know, you get five or six. Just make sure your team wins. That's how you're going to advance. That's how you're going to move up. So I'm sitting there, I'm like. This don't sound right, you know what I'm saying? So I'm talking. I call my pops right, and I call my pops. I'm like, "Yo, you hear this? You hear this man telling me do whoop de whoop? You know?" And I'm like, "Nah, I ain't doing that." He like, "Man, just do what the man say." You know what I'm saying? Just follow Mm this. You know what I'm saying? Just do what it say. You know? And my father Mm -hmm. usually never like that. He usually bucking, you know? But he's like, "Nah, just do what the man say for whatever." I'm like, "All right." So we go to the game. Play Tofash I probably (laughs) shoot like two times, three times. Tops, right? Right,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I ain't, I ain't do nothing. I am just passing the ball. I'm just out there, just like a ghost out there, you know, like a shadow. <laughs> and, like, I'm talking about Ronald still walking up to me. We had the free throw. line. He's like, yo, what's good? You all right? I'm like, man, the coach just, you know, this is how he want me to go, right? So, we ended up losing. It was a close It wasn't too bad of a uh, game. We ended up losing probably by within five points, something like that.
0: Yeah, we barely. It wasn't no blowout.
2: So, we come to locker room. I'm hot, you know. I'm like. Man, this shit's stupid, you know? I'm tripping. I'm like, nah, th- I, this is not what I signed up for. He come to the locker room, he like, everybody play good except for Chris. He ain't wanna shoot today. He ain't wanna, he ain't wanna play. True story. True story. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, No cap. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, and, and Dave like, man, chill, man, chill, you know? Chill, don't no, get into it with him. And he's like, since he ain't want to shoot, you're going once we get back. And then the dude ain't like flying, snow. You he ain't like getting on the plane. So we had to drive everywhere. Mm. So he ain't like, so So look, so we, we drove back tonight. He's like, when we get back, we got to shoot 2,000 shots tonight in the gym.
0: Now, this is like a five, This not a six, a six,
2: seven. It's from to yeah, Tofosh now. The Bursa. The Fusa, yeah. <laughs> you gotta
0: drive around, golly, catch a ferry, and all that. All
2: right. True story. And so we got back, and that was, we was, it was kind of like snowing out. We had that little bus, and all, I remember that. I don't remember and, um, it
0: snowing out, but I didn't think that he was really going to make you do it because we didn't get back to like, it's like 2 in the morning.
2: Yeah, it's about 2 in the morning, something like that. So I get off the bus. He's like, Chris, you got to go to the gym.
0: What? Him and her down.
2: So me and assistant coach was in that joint shooting all night.
0: 2000.
2: 2000. True story. So you really did it. I did that shit. And then, you know, honestly, that's when he started to change towards me. Mm-hmm. He started to change towards me after that. Because the next day, I was in that joint. I was looking him dead in the face like, what's up? Mm-hmm. What do next? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't going to break me. Nah. And then, then what happened was we go to Beshitas. Oh. We go
0: play Beshitas, right? Beshitas has a whip. Best of times the championship this year. Dave, Pops Monsubansu.
2: Ersan, uh Dudley, a uh, Dudley. What's it do? Erwin Dudley.
0: Uh, Dudley's on that team. So who came in? somebody came and took Dan Williams' spot, didn't he? Carlos Arroyo
1: came. Carlos Arroyo.
2: Oh, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't
1: there that year, Dad. No, you no, weren't there, there that, year. that year.
0: It was the year after you was at Trabzon. Zone. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because Trabzon Zone had like Russell Robson. You not yeah, he wasn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we playing. So look, man, we 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 you know Edinay ain't supposed to be beating on and all that, right? Once we cook. true stuff. Yeah. We acting boys. We had them going at them. boom, game. you know, the whole game, the whole squad. We going at them. We about to win the game. Going in the fourth quarter, we up. We gotta be up. I don't remember, man. We was up by
0: like maybe fourteen.
2: Yeah, we was. Boom. up.
0: What we he told us is we had this. We had one Turkish guy on our team. <laughs> Named Ogun, right? Yeah. You used to call him Benjamin Button because his hair was leaving at, at yeah. the age mm. of 20. Back now. Yeah.
1: At the age of what? 20. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, time out. You say at the age of 20 the hair was leaving, but now that was what? That was like that's eight, ten years nine ago. years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. And it's back? He look like me he now. Is man, is man, you got to stop, man. Hey, man, you know that you know those
0: air plug surgeries are big here in Turkey, brother. So, coach put him in the game, right? He was giving somebody a rest. I forget who he subs out and puts on the bench. hmm So, this guy has to hold David Hawkins. <sniffs> Barbecue chicken. David Hawkins start cooking.
2: Mm. we Boom, 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 bucket.
0: boom, mm.
2: boom bucket. Boom,
0: boom,
2: boom. boom, boom,
0: boom. Gotta, I gotta come over, help pass, drop off, dunk, boop, 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 hit the open man from the three, dunk. So, we looking man.
1: at the
0: bench, he, he got we real looking at the bench, like, Coach, you gonna sub this man or what? Whoever, I, I don't know who's at the game. I won right. in the game, you wasn't in the game, but, no. but he, he didn't come in for you, yeah. But I wasn't in the game because I was watching
2: Dave, he, he
0: had to come, whoever was supposed to come in the game, the coach didn't make a substitution. Right. And what happened was the coach and the management was beefing at that time. Mm. He seen the owner of the club come in the game. Soon as he seen him come in, he sat on the bench and did this the whole fourth
2: quarter. And he he, he just stayed like that the whole fourth quarter. No way. True. (laughs) And we like, yo... I think he took Philip. Wasn't Philip there? He took Philip. It right? had to be Philip, because if Ogun, did, it had to be like Philip or something like that. Because for Rock was in. It was not me in the game. Look, he laughing. He think it's funny. No, That's I don't know. Why. It was <laughs> that the year that I thought chat was in? Yeah, Yi Chan, was in too. I thought Chat was in
0: Beshatash that year.
1: My my chapman. That was the year that was my year.
2: You didn't play against Chat Chris. I did play against. He was at Karshaka. No, not Karschka. He's at Izmir. That was at Karshaka. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, Izmir. that Who was yeah. at Izmir.
0: That, that's Karshaka. You're right. He was at Karshaka that year. You're right.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, he sat down on the bench, man. We ended up losing that game because he didn't make them substitutions. Chris Dang. out the
2: game. Maybe Phillips out the game. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, but hold up, hold up. I ain't gonna lie. You talk about Mira Chapman. That was the first one to really cook me as a professional. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. We're gonna get to that. Not right now. <laughs> Not right now. We're gonna get well, to that. Man, we
1: got a whole segment for that. Yeah, don't we worry about that. Profession. We're gonna get to that. Oh, pump, pump the brakes.
2: That was one that had me on the road.
0: Wait, 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 pump the brakes. Back to hey, the start. back on track.
2: Yeah, Dave, yeah I, Dave, up, Dave, that just, Dave. I just thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a session right there, boy. Dave, let's just let's just fast
1: forward for a second. We can come back, <laughs> right?
0: Let's but, why, fast why, forward, why he got fast this since we there? Because okay, yeah. we're gonna ask you the question: Is there a who? Which player, since by playing in Europe, gave you work? Somebody we've all. It's impossible to say nobody has
2: ever. Put buckets. Had our in. number. Mm hmm. Mirror Chapman. Hands down. <laughs> that was the only person I ever played against that really did what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, and I felt that, that he knew yeah. that, and I knew that. It was one of the <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been, there? you know, you feel like you're on the island, man. You feel like you're just out there by yourself. And if he wanna sit this way and go this way and step back and shoot that one, it's cash. If he wanna go to the hole, it's the end. One. He don't
0: he, he plays under control at all yeah.
1: times.
2: And that and that messed me up because, because I can get after people, you know, after a while. Some you know I, I can kind of deal with people athletically and all that stuff. But he was, you know what I'm saying? He just had a rhythm to him. <laughs> That's how he it. Hey, bro was, you know what I'm saying? He had me. Just rocking, you know? And then, and I ain't gonna lie. So what happened was, you know, and I kind of knew what the situation was, and I come out the game because, you know, I'm getting hey. <laughs> I come out the game and Dave looking at me like for real him <laughs> – He just flat out. He just, you know, I'm already mad. I'm knowing what's going He like, he is cooking you. Like, <laughs> you need to wake up. I'm like, oh man, you know, and I'm broke. This is I'm rookie year, you know. Man, so
1: punish me. So you come out the game, and Dave is keeping it all the way real with you. Like, hey, bro.
0: I always do, though, man. I mean, this
2: nah, day when he like, yo, you better shake back, youngin'. <laughs> oh, man, they look down the bench on like, I got the towel draped on <laughs> Feel like, you know, you just got out one of them sessions with the brick bro or something, you know, just in the backyard. That's I, that's how I feel. And it just, he did a real easy. And he had the headband real crazy on his head. And he had the short sagging on me. I'm he like, had the sloppy swag a little bit, right? Sloppy swag. Boldy. I'm like... I'm like he had he a fade. Had, he stayed with a fresh cut fade. That wasn't no fade. that was a baldy, bro. He had a baldy <laughs> and a headband. <laughs> and he, he had a sloppy shirt. headband. He always and had a sloppy joint. Yeah, day. always. And he had and he had a short sagging. Oh, shout yep, out baggy, to him, man. Baggy, extra baggy. Yeah, extra baggy. That, that's the real one, though.
0: That's the real one. He from Dallas.
2: Yeah. Shout out to him. He was, he, 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 but he was destroying everybody. That wasn't just. Nah, he, like, got he got gang. He got gang. He got gang. You know, so. You know, Chad at impression.
0: one point, he was a Euro Cup all time leading scorer. I could see that. The Euro Cup. I could see it. Yeah. I think they, they, somebody just passed him maybe two, three years ago.
1: after he retired. Yeah, that's true. No, I could see yeah.
2: that. He, he, he real crafty, man. He know how to get his space. He know how to get his shot off and he ain't even, it, that was, it was, it was a lesson. I learned. You know what I'm saying? He cooked me. Sorry, I ain't get to see him again though. (laughs) The reason you
0: didn't get to see him again because some unfortunate incidents happened that year. Yeah. Uh, You don't mind, you know, explaining what really went
2: down? So, like I said, going into that year, my whole goal was to, you know, cook and then get back to the league. That was that was my plan, you know, and so. Or get to the league. That's what I was trying to do, get to the league. So, um, I'm having a good year. Like he said, I'm having a real good year. I don't even remember what my st- – I never looked at my stats for my rookie year because it just – everything just went to a blur after that. And I come in the gym shooting, and I come to the gym shooting, like, early before practice, and I'm shooting,
0: you know. We was, shooting. Having, we was having uh, it, – we
2: was – it was one – we was going to have morning practice. so we, yeah, just we had to, we morning got, practice. we used to lift weights. Right. And I was there – I got there a little early, just, you know, shooting around before 15, whatever. And I'm shooting, and I started noticing my whole right side of my body, right arm and stuff, just started feeling real. Like, you know, your foot fell asleep or something like that, and you get that tingling Mm. feeling. It started feeling like that, but it was also hot. Mm. And then I started feeling in my leg. The next thing you know, it was like from neck down, I was feeling like, just like, I'm like, damn, this shit, you know, it's crazy, and I couldn't feel nothing. And then so I told the coach, by this time, me and the coach kind of cool, by the way. You know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the head coach. and he told me to take the day off, which was surprising. That's how I'm saying he was cool. He told me to take the day off. So I'm like, all right. You know, so I took the day off and um, they took me to the, no, oh yeah. I took the day off, went home. And the next morning when I woke up, I forgot about it and I fell straight to the ground. I couldn't, Damn. Yeah. I couldn't get up. I had to call him. I had to call Dave. Come help me out and all that stuff. And um uh, mm. And yeah, so then they took me to the doctor again, but this time they took me to the doctor. I was in a wheelchair. And so when I went to the Istanbul? Doctor, But that's is before Istanbul.
0: Okay. So y'all, you
2: was in practice at this point. Okay. So I went, so I'm in, uh, this is in Edinay. They took me to the, to the joint, and the guy says again, he looks at me, I come in a wheelchair this time, I can't walk. And he come in, he say, um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think you can go back to practice. I'm mm. saying so, that's what the dude says, so. I'm like, what you mean? He said, yeah, you, you good. You be, you can be in practice this afternoon. And I'm confused because I can't move, you know? So I snapped, <laughs> snapped. I started smacking stuff, throwing stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "This don't th- how you you lying to me, you know? I was yep. already fed up with the whole situation, how things was going the whole year and how this sure. culture I deal with, the city I'm in. It was just a lot of – it was crazy. I ain't had no internet and yeah, all I had internet was on my iPad and stuff, man. Ex- my Xbox blew up. That's another thing. Make sure y'all got the right power outlets and all that. You, you said <laughs> we was playing. Me and Dave was sitting in a the joint, blew up. <laughs> so, um, so I was kind of, so I had a little fit and whatever. So they agreed to send me to Istanbul. And I went to Istanbul. And you're clinically diagnosed with MS if you have like three or more lesions in your in your brain or your spine. And I had, like, nine in my, in my brain and, like, four on my spine. Damn. Um, yeah. So, and, and, it's, and it was other ones. So, it's, it's basically like it's a, like a light bulb that they'll, it'll show. And then mm-hmm. so nine lit up light bulbs. And then it was, like, three or four that weren't. So, they had been there in the past. Mm. And then had my spine as well. And that was caused me and I had been and I had been complaining the last couple of months about damn my back feels funny and all that, you know. So now I'm thinking about it. And then that's why I was clinically diagnosed. And then on the ride back home, from going from Istanbul back to um Edene, I ain't had no internet, you know what I'm saying? So when I got back to my uh to the room, I got like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred text messages and twitters and all this stuff. People, you know, an article came out with me quoted saying mm. my career is over. and I can't nothing. Yeah. People hit me up all the time like, yo, what happened? What happened? And then I was with Dave. <laughs> I was with Dave and all this happened. I'm looking at my phone. He like, man, that's crazy. And we just jetted out there. We just went to a little spot for a minute and cooled for a minute. But that's how I went down. That's how I found out. Yeah. And the area, so, my, you know, then from that point on, I couldn't do nothing on my own. I couldn't really move on my own. So you know? so
0: at that point, did you think that your basketball career was over? Like, what was you thinking? Like, did you think it was basketball was done for you or you was just – like, what
2: was you thinking? I didn't even know what MS was. Right, right. I thought – keep it real with you, I thought it was STD. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang, one of these Turkish joints and got me. <laughs> you know what that's what I that was my first initial thought was that you know what I'm yep. saying? I ain't never I don't know I, I don't have MS is not uh in my family or anything I don't know anybody with MS directly okay. you know or knowingly um but when I started reading about it and they were saying and all the stuff that if, like at that time reading the internet about it was like dang like you can't do nothing you know what I'm saying oh this is a wrap and I just that didn't make sense to me. So I ain't never, I never really thought about my career being over. I just figured, I just had to figure out what was the right method to get back on the court. I never, not once said in my career, mm-hmm. I never said that. Never in my, even when I'm in the bed in the hospital, I never said, <laughs> I think my career is over. Everybody was coming up to me like that. No, nah, that's powerful and, though. I think, yeah, I think that's powerful. I think that's probably
1: why, uh, sorry about that, fellas. I think that's probably why, uh, you bounced back. I'm sure it had something to do with the re, like with the way you bounced back from it.
2: It did. It had also a lot to do with Dave's wife helping me out. Dave and Dee, that's what it had a lot to do with. They really walked me through everything. In terms mm. of doctor's appointments, in terms of making sure I was eating, <laughs> making sure my stuff was correct when I had to go. They helped me out tremendously. You know what I'm saying? And just making sure that I was okay. So I was blessed. That's how I was really able to get through it because I was still there for what two, three weeks, right? Something like that. Yeah, he was there for Cause I couldn't. Cause, yeah, because I couldn't get on the planes and nothing like that because so I, it I, I cause couldn't. Not good for you to travel right now because you were still having
0: the feelings in your leg. It said yeah, when my you leg. Go up, that air pressure will mess mess
2: with you. <laughs> so I was getting like steroid shots to take mm-hmm. the pain away. and stuff in order for me. Because, you know, I wasn't really prescribed on any medication yet. I ain't going that far. It was just really just diagnosed. So, so,
0: all this happened, right? The whole team is like this man died, nigga, for about two right. weeks.
1: Mm.
0: We got a game against about you.
1: Mm.
0: nigga. Even the fans in that motherfucker, cry. you remember how our gym was live. You remember that snow? Light? Our gym was always hype, yeah. crunk, loud. <laughs> Not that day, not that game. And hey, we playing against you, nah. Niggas wasn't hype, nobody was hype. Nigga, we about you blow side, I get hot. Like, man, what are y'all doing? Y'all here playing like some bitches, man. This nigga gonna be all right? right.
1: <laughs>
0: what y'all playing? Shit, but man, you know, we don't matter, what, nothing you said. Everybody, man, it was just over.
2: Yeah, it was, everybody was real like, you know, like Sorry. when the whole team came to see me, people gave me rosary beads and all the time. <laughs> I'm like, God, listen, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be alright. Like, don't be doing me like that. Damn. <laughs> I still got a lot to, you know, I got a lot to do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I- Surprise! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, everybody walking in, like, they crying and stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm good, bro. I'm going to see you later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, right. you know, but at that time, see, it was just such familiar. And I understand it. It was such familiar, un, you know, territory for everybody. You know, this is the athlete that's now has a condition. And if you know anything about the condition, you're like, yeah, that's a wrap. Right. You know? Um, so I understand it now. I'm looking back. At the time, I just was like, man, y'all just leave me alone for real because y'all are tripping, you know, and that's how I think. But now just over years and just, you know, you get older, I understand where it's coming from now that I have knowledge on the, the condition. Right, you know, right. How it's going to affect people. All
0: right. So, you know, after you right. had turkey, man, we know you still, you know, was able to uh, still play. Like you just finished your ninth year of basketball after that played played in the D League. I know the year after that you got called up to the NBA, two NBA teams, if I'm correct, the Mavericks and the Pelicans, which is, nah, you know. Mavericks. Mavericks. Okay, the may got called up to the Mavericks, I know, which was, you know, you, you finally got a taste of that league.
2: Yeah. What was that like? First off, we got back up. You know how crazy it is in A, man? I'm thinking about the fans. You remember the dude had a heart attack in his stance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man, he died in, the, bro, died in the stands and then you know, came back. Yeah, true story. I gave true you true story. Bro, he had a heart attack in the stands. The lady was like, ah, ah. Like, man, <laughs> crazy fans. Like, we was like rock stars in the city. Yeah. Shit. He had a heart attack. And then next thing you know, he popped back up and was sitting up there just chilling. We Man, what? Like, I'm swear. I'm serious. It was like we had to wait for about like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, the, the paramedics and all that came out there. The next thing you know, bro was sitting up watching the rest of the game. <laughs> that was in an anyway. <laughs> I thought we shouldn't be laughing at nobody having a heart attack, but that's crazy. Yeah. He had a heart attack. I remember it, and the lady was because I was on the bench at this time. And I, it was directly in front of me, and she was. He was like, you know, hey,
1: hey, I, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to clown or nothing. But a lot of these stories, you was on the bench. Was you playing?
2: Everything <laughs> happened wrong when I was
1: on
2: the bench. <laughs> when I went to the bench, everything happened wrong. When I went. To the <laughs> More of the story. I was productive looking the court and everything was good when I was on the court. But when you put me to the bench, all this stuff started everything going goes, wrong. Everything goes left. Listen, man, come on, coach. Don't do that. You know? It's oh, how we're moving. Huh. You know, but nah. So yeah, you know, after that, um, yeah, the league was crazy. Just getting to the NBA was crazy, man. Because it was it was it was a year later from me being diagnosed with MS. Mm. You know, so that um, that was crazy because for a time period there, I was I was just trying to get a doctor to say okay, you, you know what I mean. It was a, when I got back home, a lot of doctors was just like, nah, it's no way, you know, there's no way, it's no way you can't do it. I had to do all this extra testing and all this stuff, but you know, I was fortunate to find a doctor that was, um, you know, a little bit more progressive and and agree with what what I was trying to do, mm-hmm. and um, that's the doctor I've been with today. So. I'm still with today, but at that time when it happened, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy. I just couldn't believe that. I finally got there after all that stuff, man. So I was thankful.
1: I I guess my question, um, probably not the normal question about the league, you know, people get intrigued and excited about the league. Um, We're talking quite a bit more about Europe. So I'm curious, what was it? What was the, what were some of the biggest differences between uh, just style of play in the league versus style of play in Europe? What were some of the biggest differences culturally um, in terms of how guys interacted with each other um, and those sort of things? Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, NBA is a hierarchy, man. It's, it's, it's superstars. And then it's, you know, it's a totem pole, how it works. And, mm-hmm. it, kinda, and it goes like that. The superstars are treated like superstars the you know and everybody is treated fairly but it, there's a certain um emphasis that, yeah for a superstar it's a little bit different in europe even though there are there are superstars you're still looked at and accountable for everything like a regular player in a sense you know mm-hmm. they don't try to give too much exceptions there's exceptions to the rule <laughs> a lot of times in the nba there's not always mm-hmm. a lot of exceptions to the rule in europe you know um so you you everybody's kind of going through the same kind of grind everyone you hear every player from the highest Euro league uh american mm-hmm. player to someone <laughs> playing in the free league they all kind of talk about the same grind you know it's very similar the style of play is he is, is is much easier to score in the nba game because it's wide open there's nobody in the paint you can't use your hands you know what i'm saying it's it's more lenient to the offensive player overseas you can touch Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lock up the paint, you can, get, you can get through screens. You know, like that was one of the biggest differences for me. I noticed is that I could be more physical and it was okay. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I remember going to Turkey my first year, I was like, yo, this is how y'all play every game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my, first, my, my first game in Turkey was against uh, Darsha Faka, they were in second division at the time. hmm. Yeah, I feel like I just got out of the football game after that. Just trying to past half court type situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I, you know, so that was that's the biggest difference in terms of style. They play, they like to play faster in the NBA, even though they're trying to play faster now in Europe, but they want to play faster. It's a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you
0: are continue to play in Europe, man. You've played in Italy, you've played in Poland, you've played in France, you've played in Israel. Mm. Out of those countries that I just named, including Turkey, which was your favorite as far as a country, lifestyle, culture, and everything?
2: Yeah, and why? Italy, hands down. Italy, hands down. So um, for me, I got a family, I take my family with me everywhere. You know okay. what I'm saying? I got a family, my, my wife has been with me. <clears throat> since my I went to France my third year, you know, professional. So, you know, for Italy in that sense has been great because of the schools, it's a family oriented type situation. They, you know, the food, the pasta, the, the just the whole culture it's very easy for families at that time, you know, it was very passionate. It was good for my kids, incredibly beneficial for my kids in terms of their development, you know? So Italy, I got to say Italy, you know, I have to say Italy because just how, how much time we spent five years there and the oh, connections God. and the people that we built with over there is, I can't say no other country. I mean, I would say Turkey cause Dave there, you know, but other than that, it's hard for me to say, <coughs> what all the uh, major impact, any other Italy, I've been there five years. I went through everything over there. <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> Hands down. It's a nice country, though. France is nice, you know. Poland was unique for me this year. It was different. It was different. Not my favorite place. <laughs> right. We <We've laughs> all played,
1: played We all played in Poland. All of us. <laughs> where
2: you playing? Where y'all playing?
0: Where was you at,
1: Dave?
0: I was at some team called Queezin at the time. I don't know where I was
1: at. Yeah, they when they I was in in, uh, (laughs) Covita.
0: Yeah, I remember Covita.
1: I played against Covitas. So
2: like Yeah. I mean, it was a good. It was actually this year the competition was pretty good because they kind of the rules changed where they had to have you know Polish players on the court or amount of players that Mm -hmm. should. The rules kind of changed this year, so it was actually um, it was it was cool, man. And then we got to play in Champions League as well, so I enjoyed it for that aspect. And uh, I mean, I had my third child over there, so I got respect for it. I got love for oh, them. Oh wow! You know, congratulations. So, appreciate that. Appreciate that. So it was, you know, and you know, it was safe delivery. Wife was good. Baby was, good. you know. So I Poland was cool too. I can't not Poland.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of speaking of. Uh you know these different places you played in, and I kind of want to jump into this game we like to play on on, on the show. Uh, so I'm just gonna name a. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a name, and you gotta be honest All right. about whatever comes to your mind when you hear this name. Now, mind you. A lot of these names gonna be European, so I'm gonna screw them up. But you'll get, you, hopefully, you understand at least. Yeah, you know I'm would, referring to what I'm referring to. Uh, right. So let's say Zvezdan Mitrovic, Serbian. Serbian.
2: That's the first thing coming to
1: mind. I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, okay, so wait, hold on, time out, time out. So when
2: you- <laughs> so anytime I hear like a. uh like a bitch or, 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 or something like that, you know, that automatically makes me think Serbian name. Cause all the Serbian players, they usually got some type of Petrovich or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So that's what was my first thought. huh? You got that itch. Real yeah, itch, that kind of, all, right. all right, Tell All right,
1: tell me about this name. This is a name hopefully you remember. Hopefully, I don't stop you. Sebastian Makowski. Oh
2: no, Sebastian.
1: You know, Sebastian. Sebastian Makowski was the coach in Polsky. Uh, that was this. Oh, sh- my coach? <laughs> yes. <that> oh. <laughs> 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 so, let, me, let me go. So, just so.
2: Yeah, you know, man. Uh, so, he how- actually. What'd you call him? His name is—I ain't never called him by that, to be honest. But his name was Sebastian Uh Manchukowski or something like that. Yeah, Mankowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought about him. Um, he can shoot.
1: <laughs> <coughs>
2: no question.
1: How that work? But but it's good to see that you know he's going on to have good career. You guys were good this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, we
2: were doing good, man. We 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 had a good we had a good year. We could have did better could have did a lot better. Um, we could have did better. I hear you. We had, but we had a good year, though. We had a good year. I would have liked to see us finish the year because we were kind of in a good – we were in that time of the year. It was like late February where mm-hmm. everybody tired, but, you know, you're getting ready for the end of the season. And, um, you know, you're getting ready for the last – the last, you know, go at it, for real. And, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see us in that mode because – we had kind of went through the trenches and all that stuff and fought through a lot of stuff. He had a lot of injuries during this season. And then we got mm-hmm. to where we were finally healthy. Um, so I would have liked to see where we went. gone. So it could have been better. In Champions League, we were terrible. <laughs> we were terrible. We were terrible.
1: Terrible. I, I don't want to throw too many names at you, man. I just want to get it for, for some of these. To some of these uh, European names, just to get get a feel for, because some some of these guys uh, coming behind you, man. This is all the stuff that they're gonna have to see and deal with. They're gonna have to learn. You know, that's a German name. That's a that's a Serbian can I, name. Can I throw a name out them. at them?
0: Can I throw a name out at him? Absolutely. Jochen Tostamer. You ain't gonna never forget that name. It's <laughs> the enemy. You said the enemy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) First thing coming to my mind about him is the enemy. I appreciate I learned, But that's how I look at the first thing is like, nah, dog. I ain't never rocking with you.
1: Damn. That's how I
2: feel. Like, never? The enemy? That's how I feel. It was rough. (laughs) It was rough. It was rough. I ain't really rock with him. Um, yeah, I ain't rocking him at all. That's all right, man. It's like that, man. We all go through coaches. We don't rock with, man. It is, it's it's a part of life. Coaches, people. I it's mean, he bad. was tough though. He was he was good for me though. And and when I look back at it, he was actually pretty good for me. Me saying that is me coming a long way too. Yeah. But um, he was though. He was because I had to <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> I think going through that prepared me. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. I kind of met the the tough dude off the rip. You know, you know, and I I haven't even come across no coaches like that for real. Too many since. I'm sure I will. If I if my path was a normal basketball player's path, and me in the sense of I didn't have the little setback that I had with the MS, um, I think I would have reached a lot of higher heights quicker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was in line for that, it just, uh, I just got derailed at the wrong times, you know. Uh, but I definitely think I would have been five, six plus years league if I, if I would stay healthy. Do you think mm-hmm. that,
0: uh, that's, that's what I wanted to
2: ask you, do you think that, we know that how, how
0: good of a player you are, we know the accolades that you've had, uh, being a young player, and until now, do you think that you should be in that position?
2: What you mean now, in terms of being a right, league? Being
0: uh, consistently on the Euroleague team, getting the Euroleague money like that. Because to me, I think you're better than a lot of players that's in that position right now.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I think I need to. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. Um, I think I, I think I want that opportunity to play on that level. You know what I'm saying? Just to, to get that competition and to, to understand that I can compete on that level. That's big for me. You know, I, I feel like I'm better than a lot of them dudes. I'm just being straight up. I ain't even trying to hold nobody, but I'm a going. I'm going at you as soon as I get on, on the court, and that's how I've always been. You know, I, oh, I'm I'm very hungry. I'm very hungry. I, I I so much more that I want to accomplish just me personally. You know, what, right. I'm saying? Uh, what What's taking me, what had what takes the fire away, and you know, the way you got to keep challenging yourself is dealing with the financial part can take. Yeah can take the joy out the game. You know what I'm saying? Just having to constantly fight for what is yours. You know, that's the whole other side to the game that people don't really understand that, you know. Talk about it. Talk about it. So the thing about it is teams don't pay on time, you know. And in my situation, when teams don't pay on time, I got a family. So you got to manage out. When you do get paid, (laughs) you got to kind of project. You might not get paid for three, four months. Just depending on what's happening with this club, because these are the situations that you could be in. So you gotta be ready to hold. You gotta have money that can pay for this. You know what I'm saying? That can pay for your lifestyle, so everything don't change and still be productive and still support your family everyday life. You know what I'm saying? So having to juggle that and having to balance that, as well as having as well as having the label of MS on on me, has been a balancing act. Mm. My, so my standard as a basketball player is risen. Has to, the bar goes higher because I have multiple sclerosis. So I got to do everything 10 times better. If I don't, then they going automatically going to go with another kid. You know what I'm saying? That's just the nature of the beast. And I understand that. You know, I understand that. You know, if it was a normal playing field, yeah, I'm in there. No question. And they even no hesitation I'm in there. But because of the situation, because, and what I say by the MS is, so I've had to have IV injections once a month. Of mm-hmm. Every month since I've had MS, so I have to go to a certain. That was one of the reasons why I stayed in Italy for so long because the medicine was easily accessible, accessible, and I could still play. Everything was cool, you know. But a lot of teams don't want to don't didn't want to sign me because they got to deal with the medicine. They got to make sure this. They don't know really, so it's a liability. It's just a lot of situations that. that mm-hmm. they, So my criteria for meeting, you know, a EuroLeague level or so forth and so on drops, drops, drops because of the stigma attached to me, you know. So um, that's something I had to battle. So for me now, coming off the year I did and how I kind of feel physically and how I feel about, you know, where I'm at in my game, I'm ready. I'm I'm really hungry. I want to get – you know what I'm saying? So I don't – that fire is strong right now. That's real. Mm -hmm. Chris, we know
0: you are also. You also recently started a podcast called Dog Talk. <clears throat> Why don't you tell us about Dog Talk, man? What's it about, man? Let us know.
2: Tell the people what's Dog Talk. So, really, what came about, man, and I ain't sold this to nobody. Shut up. Shut Please.
0: It's all right. It's all right.
2: <laughs> Can you give me a second, please? All right. Thank you. So, um, so how it started, for real, was so Mac McClung. Mac McClung kind of called out us Hoyas, you know what I'm saying? And he felt the reason that he left is because there's no brotherhood. He didn't feel that over there. He just didn't feel, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we heard that. And we kind of feel that in the sense that we dropped the ball with that. I ain't going to blame McClung. I mean, whatever. He want to leave, he want to leave. If he want to name that is a reason for him leaving, cool. But we also feel that we need to be more, we need to show our, you know what I'm saying, show who we are. And we need he to ended both. up transferring to Texas Tech. We ended up transferring to Texas Tech. So, with that came was, it was a discussion. So, Hoy is, you know, it's all crazy because McClung leave and we had six, seven other guys leave. Yeah. We got me and my man, Austin Freeman, on um, Instagram Live, Hoy Locker Room Talk. And we got on there, and, you know, it was the first time that you kind of hear what's going on behind the scenes of any era, because nobody talks at Georgia. Nobody talks at Georgia. It's just from player side. We only, you know, it's different. It's a really different circumstance. So um, we decided after the pot, everybody loved it. Everybody liked hearing us on the live, and like, man, we would love to hear these stories. So we decided to just start interviewing some young, you know, some old hoys and getting their perspective on what it was like. What we need to do to get, you know, get back, and then also being from this community, we eventually want to get, you know, from the DMV community, we eventually want to get um, people from our community involved. So it's just something that's growing, that just happened organically, and you know, something that we enjoy. It's called dog tags. We we post every Sunday. Uh, we got YouTube. We got social media. Everything. So you know, we we're just trying to have fun with it and see where it goes, man. Because me and him were. Me and him were the last two McDonald's All-Americans to go to Georgetown. Mm. There has to be a reason for that, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we're opening up that conversation and just trying to figure out a way that we can get our school back to being what it's supposed to be. You feel me?
1: Can you plug your your, your your social media handles for for the show and your personal uh, social media platforms? Yeah.
2: So on all platforms for the podcast, and that means Instagram, Twitter. I think that's it. You hit Instagram, Twitter. Um, the handle for the podcast is Dog Talk101. D-A-W-G-Talk 101. D-A-W-G Talk 101. Um, that's the handles for the for the for the social media. And then the YouTube is Dog Talk Podcast. You just type in Dog Talk Podcast to the YouTube and our visuals will pop up. And then um, we also okay. And we we do our stuff through Anchor, so all the podcast apps, um, mm-hmm. iTunes and all that stuff, boom, it's right on there. So you can you can search on all the podcast apps as well. Oh man, everybody go check out you know, Dog Talk, man,
0: with 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 Austin Freeman and Chris Wright, man. I know they're gonna be dropping a lot of game
2: on there. Appreciate a lot that. games are gonna be talked on there. Yeah, man. You know, we're going to just talk a little stuff, let you know why we got the best city for hoops and why we need to really just be <laughs>
1: there you go
2: with that again, dog.
1: I tried to you got you something
2: live. to say about that, man. You know, I know everybody feels as They got some feelings on that, but I'm just letting it be known, you know? All right, all right. I'm going to
1: let you live because this is about you today. I'm going to let you
0: Hey Chris man we want to thank you for coming on man and you know giving us the time man when we were able to chop it up, man we wanted to you know congratulate you on the success you already had and the success you will have man uh, <clears throat> you've already played nine years professionally, which a lot of a lot of players haven't haven't lasted long enough for that, so man, just want to thank you for your time man you know whenever you need something from us man, we hear from you, we're here for you, and man. Thanks for everything
2: Absolutely. you did. Definitely, man. Appreciate y'all, boys. Man, you already know. You know, I appreciate y'all. Anything we can do to help, anything I can do to help y'all, I'm I'm here for. Dave, my Dave, like big brother to me. Know you the same. Now, shit. If yeah, he vouching for you, I'm vouching for you. That's how it goes. <laughs> Chris family for real. Yeah, so I appreciate you I like what y'all doing. This Euro stepping is dope, man. I think people get behind it. Y'all got something. Y'all got to train. We're going to try. We're going to try,
0: man. We're going to try. we we trying to come on Dog Talk whenever we get a chance. Oh, we need y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we need that talk,
1: you know? you
2: know? We need to open up the gates so that Georgetown can get them Euro connections, man. We need to get expand our horizons, you
1: feel me? <laughs> All
2: for any way to succeed. <laughs>
0: We want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Eurostepping Podcast. Follow us on everything. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Eurostepping Podcast. No G.
1: Because we got all the game.
0: All right. I like that. I like that.